0: Yeah, both of these women, Rahab and Ruth, were not Israelites. Obed begot Jesse, and Jesse begot David the king. And David the king begot Solomon by her who had been the wife of Uriah. Bathsheba. And Solomon begot Rehoboam, and Rehoboam begot Abijah, and Abijah begot Asa, and Asa begot Jehoshaphat, and Jehoshaphat begot Joram, and Joram begot Uzziah. Uzziah begot Jotham, and Jotham begot Ahaz, and Ahaz begot Hezekiah. Hezekiah begot Manasseh, Manasseh begot Ammon, and Ammon begot Josiah. Josiah begot Jeconiah his, and his brothers. About the time, they were carried away to Babylon. And after they were brought to Babylon, Jeconiah begot Shealtiel, and Shealtiel begot Zerubbabel, and Zerubbabel begat Abiad, and Abiad begot Eliakim, and Eliakim begot Azar. Ezer begot Zadok, and Zadok begot Achim, and Achim begot Eliad. Eliad begot Eliezer, and Eliezer begot Mathan, and Nathan begot Jacob, and Jacob begot Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom was born Jesus, who is called Christ. Now, I know it's just a list of names, but if it was your name or my name, we would want to read the list, right? <laughs> it's was his genealogy so we see there that remember how how the lord promised to david that the christ would come through his line and here we see that that came to pass didn't it so all the generations from abraham although joseph is not the biological father of jesus he's the adopted father of jesus whatever you want to call it So all the generations from Adam, Abraham to David are 14 generations. And from David until the captivity in Babylon are 14 generations. And from the captivity in Babylon until the Christ are 14 generations. All right. So now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. Now here we see the struggle, don't we? Here Mary has this visitation from the angel, and she uh, believes what the angel says and accepts it, but she has a lot of explaining to do, doesn't she? (laughs) She has to explain this to her parents? She has to explain this to the man that she's betrothed to. In those days, that was a binding covenant. Mm -hmm. When he hears this news, he doesn't know what to do. We see that from here. He doesn't want to have her stoned publicly because he loves her, but he doesn't know what to do. And he's thinking, well, maybe I should just put her away privately and and, uh, separate myself from her. But, Here's the good news. While he thought about these things, doesn't know what to do. Behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. There we see that Joseph, most of the time, he heard from God by night in a dream. (laughs) That was the way he, he got it. Saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife. Notice that even though they were not married yet officially, it's, she's still referred to as his wife. For that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit, and she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. Now Joseph, Joseph gets the instructions. He is to be the earthly father of the Christ child. Not the biological father, but he is to be the provider and the father, right, in the home. And so they didn't have an ultrasound in that day, but the angel tells him that it's going to be a boy and that he's going to call its name Jesus. He, the angel named the child, or God did, but, right, the angel told Joseph what the name would be, for he will save his people from their sins. That's what the name means, Savior. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, and here's the prophecy, Behold, a virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. Then Joseph, being aroused from sleep, he wakes up, Notice he doesn't say, oh, that was just a dream. Did as the angel of the Lord commanded him and took to him his wife and did not know her till she had brought forth her firstborn son and he called his name Jesus. So we see here that Joseph, God spoke to to Joseph. Rightfully so. He was going to be the head of the home. He was the head of the home, right? And Joseph was the one who needed the instruction, and and from that point on, now the angel appeared to Mary and told her, you know, and and gave her the assignment. But from that point on, it was Joseph who had who the angels communicated to. Joseph was the one who got the instructions, and it happened. We're going to see that that it happened repeated, repeatedly. Luke chapter two. Right, it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. Yeah, yeah so it, the decree went out by you know uh, by uh, couriers. You know, the the soldiers would go out on horseback or whatever and come to all the towns and villages, and and it would be posted. Mm-hmm. So it took a while. It wasn't something that this and and it's in, it's interesting that this. Uh, this has, this actually gives us a gives uh, historians a time frame so they have an idea uh when it, to pinpoint the the birth of jesus so all went to be registered everyone to his own city imagine what a mess that would be if they told us here everybody has to go back to where they were born to be registered Well, in those days, they couldn't get on a plane and fly, neither, or get in a car and drive. They had to get on a donkey and bumpity-bump-bump-bump, yeah. So Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, And they were greatly afraid. Imagine being out there, you know, no street lights. It wasn't like today where everybody, lots of light shining around. All they had was the stars in the sky. And now here out of the darkness pops an angel. The angel says, do not be afraid. I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David, a savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Imagine, you know, think about this. Imagine, you know, being with God the Father and leaving, getting ready to leave the glory of heaven and take on human form that's mind-boggling huh that the son of god would leave the glory of heaven to come into our sin-cursed earth and become human flesh as a a helpless babe that is truly mind-boggling and of course there was no room for them in an inn we know that right you know, sometimes people say, "Oh, how terrible!" But the inns really weren't a good place for them to be anyway, was they? Were public sleeping places, so they wouldn't have had much privacy there anyhow. So it probably was a blessing for them not to have to go in the inn and to be out in the main in the, with the animals, a little more privacy that way. And then the angels go and sing to the shepherds. So that tells us something about the shepherds, doesn't it? The shepherds must have been godly men who were looking and hoping for the Messiah to come because um, the message came to them. And whenever, you know, God was looking for for people to fulfill the prophecies whose hearts were towards him, right? As the Bible tells us, that's always true. The eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose hearts, love him or towards him. And still it is today. These people were, again, I said this uh, a couple weeks ago, these people weren't rich and famous and popular and hadn't done anything uh, out unusual, but they had believed God and they, were, they loved God and they were looking for Messiah to come. And so God saw their hearts and he found faithful people to... Uh, bring to pass all of the prophecies and the fulfillment, and so God is looking still yet today across the land across the world for hearts, and if our hearts are faithful and we love him, He will use us, He will use us for his glory to unfold his plan and his purpose. and so we must that's why we must continue to be faithful all the way to the end. So we see here that they heard the angels, they understood the message, and they acted on it. Sometimes people hear, have a divine visitation, they hear the message, but they don't do anything about it. They had a choice, didn't they? They could have gone back to sleep and said, wow, that was really something. That was really something. But they did more than that, didn't they? They went, they followed the divine message. They said, let's pursue this out. Let's find out what this is all about. And it tells us that they went and they worshiped, didn't they? And that Jesus said to the woman at the well, the Father seeks worshipers, and those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So he was always looking for us to worship him. And then not only did they go and worship, but they spread the news. They spread the news they told everyone that they met what had happened. And all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And then the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told them. Hallelujah. So, yes, imagine from Mary and Joseph's side, here they have their newborn child and here come some shepherds looking for him <laughs> saying that the angels told them that he was born. Wow. I tell you God's got his own his own communication system, doesn't he? He doesn't need all our technology. No, nope. he was way ahead of of all of that. That's right. He's got a he he can communicate what needs communicated with a no problem whatsoever. And Mary she just took it all in and she kept pondering it in her heart.-hmm All right, and when eight days were completed for the circumcision of the child, his name was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. That's right. that's right. so it wasn't his name wasn't Joseph. <laughs> no, his name was Jesus, just like John. He had a he, he was named. He was named, named by heaven. Mm. Now, when the days of her purification, according to the law of Moses, were completed, they brought him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, as it is written in the law of the Lord: Every male who opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord, and to offer a sacrifice, according to what. It is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem. Here we see another, another man who also his heart was prepared and waiting and looking. And again, we see that that's key in everything that God does. He's looking for willing, willing hearts prepared that are looking for him. And we can we can be those kind of people. We can be those kind of people. And who knows what God will do. He will do wonderful things. Man in Jerusalem, whose name was Simeon. And this man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Spirit was upon him. Here again we see. And you know, it was a dark time. There was no great prophets. There was no great revivals breaking out. Rome, Roman rule was in control of, of Israel and, and Herod was a tyrant and it was a dark time, but there were hearts that were looking and longing and saying, you must surely, the time is now, surely the Messiah must come. They were faithful. They loved God. They, they were devout and faithful even though the times were bad, even though the world around them seemed like like what like there was there was there was no godliness there was nothing just like when we look around there's so much wickedness and there's so much depravity that doesn't but our hearts still have to be faithful faithful looking for our savior he promised he's coming again right do we believe it are we faithful day by day and say i know you're coming lord i know you're coming come to my heart lord jesus there's room in my heart for thee and so he, uh, and it had been revealed to him, Simeon, the, by the Holy Spirit, that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. So now we see the Holy Spirit at work here. We see the Holy Spirit at work here in the, in the story. So he came by the Spirit into the temple. And then when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law, He was there. Why was he there? Because his heart was sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit. And we need to keep our hearts sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit. Sometimes the Holy Spirit will suggest something to us that wasn't on our agenda for the day. And we have to be sensitive, don't we? Because if he hadn't been listening to the Spirit, what the Holy Spirit said to him, he would have missed this opportunity, right? So he took him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all peoples, a light to bring revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. So here... We have another prophetic utterance as Simeon, old Simeon takes the baby up in his arms. He, The spirit inside of him recognizes that this is the Christ child, and he pronounces that. And so Joseph and Mary hear this, don't they? They hear this, it confirms to them. Don't you think that in Joseph and Mary's mind, there had to be questions and wonderings and what is this going to be like and and is this for real did i just imagine it of course they knew they they didn't because they had the evidence of the child <laughs> and all but still i'm sure that there were you know they were human they were human beings and i'm sure they had discussions and and talked about it and wondered and here again First the shepherds come, and then here Simeon confirms what God has spoken to them. And Joseph and his mother marveled at those things which were spoken of him, because they hadn't gone around telling everybody probably. It was too easily misunderstood. And then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, behold, This child is destined for the fall and rising of many in Israel and for a sign which will be spoken against. Yes, a sword will pierce through your own soul also, that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. So there we see that he spoke over their lives, he blessed them, but he let her know that it it was going to be, it wasn't all going to be a cakewalk, right? Great grief to her heart to see her son killed in the way that he was. Wow I'm sure she never when she, you know when the angel first came to her, that was not on her that was not on her uh, in her in her sights. so God entrusted her not only with the love of raising that child but with the pain of seeing him killed. In such a horrible way, and we know that Mary, of course, was was at the cross and at the and saw him after he was raised from the dead. Also, so hallelujah! Let's just do a little more here. Now there was one Anna, a prophetess, the daughter of Phanuel. Here's another one, another one who was had a prepared heart, of the tribe of Asher, and she was of great age and lived with a husband seven years from her virginity. And this woman was a widow of about 84 years who did not depart from the temple but served God with fasting and prayers night and day. Wow. Faithful soul, right? To the faithful soul, I'm telling you. God has faithful people all over the place. We have a precious little lady comes to the center. She's a counselor. I'll tell you, she's as faithful as the day is long. God bless her and. She always has the happiest smile and always willing to do anything that needs done even if her clients don't show up That's what makes reminds me of her. And, And God has faithful people. God has faithful people all across the land. Served God with fastings and prayers, night and day, all around the world. And coming in that instant, she gave thanks to the Lord and spoke to him of all those who looked for redemption in Jerusalem. So there's another one whose heart was prepared and ready and believing for Messiah to come. And so, let's not give up. No throw away the faith, after a while gives big reward. Don't stop being faithful. Keep on keeping on, even though it's hard, it's tough, right? They went through dark days. They went through tough times. Herod was a tyrant. And they thought, of course, Messiah was gonna overthrow Herod, which he didn't do, so. That's right. When you read the history and how Herod had such a grip on on the on the land and and uh, they up yep, and they lived in fear of him, yet they believed God. They knew that God was going to raise up a deliverer, and and many believed on him. It says some didn't believe on him. Of course, we have that in John, but but many of them did. And there were hearts. We see that. I think that's the encouragement to us: is that uh, there were all these different places where there were people who were looking for Messiah. And it says that then uh, Anna went and spoke to him, spoke of him to all those who looked for redemption in Jerusalem. So there were others, there were others that were looking and waiting and hoping and saying, maybe praying, praying, God, send us the deliverer, send us the Messiah. And so we, our prayers make a difference, don't they? Our prayers unlock heaven's answers. Our prayers change our own, change us, usually bring change to our own hearts, and also unlock heaven's answers. It's the way God has made it to be. It's, from God's side, it's not necessary that we pray. I mean, that's just, it sounds silly when you think about it, but that's the way God's made it, right? That's one of his principles. We come and we bring our petitions, we come to the throne, and he answers. He rises up and he answers, and so... Don't ever give up, no matter what, how long it's been, no matter what you're struggling with, praying for, believing God for. Don't stop praying. Don't stop praying. Don't stop believing God because he is faithful. Don't give up. The day will come when the prayer is answered. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for your faithfulness. You change not. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. And sometimes we do say, How, Lord? How long, Lord? How long? ere we shout the glad song, but you are coming, and you are coming soon. And help our hearts to be prepared, Lord. Help us to be looking for you day by day, Lord, in our everyday existence. We want to be found true and faithful, Lord. We love you and praise you and glorify you. In Jesus' name, amen.